0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fat Loss Simplified Podcast where we teach you how you can lose 20 or more pounds of fat, heal your relationship with food, and be proud of the way you look in the mirror without obsessing over food choices, spending hours in the gym, or giving up your social life. And today on the show, we are going to reveal the truth about intermittent fasting but before we do that i just wanted to remind you of some opportunities that are available for you here at the show number one if you have not already done so this is probably the most simple and the most helpful thing that you can do both for the show as well as for yourself in whatever podcast player you're listening to this episode in if you go ahead and either hit the follow or subscribe button because it depends on what that button says depending on what podcast player you listen to but either subscribe or follow this podcast because that lets the podcast player know that the information that we put out is valuable and it shows us to more people and not only that but it also benefits you because it ensures that you get alerted whenever we provide a new episode as well also i did want to let you know about the opportunity to schedule a lifestyle audit down in the show notes below there is literally a link that says schedule a lifestyle audit. And what that lifestyle audit is, is it allows us, meaning me and you, to be able to sit down and have a conversation about how you can reach your goals more efficiently. Over the last few weeks, I've actually had several conversations with listeners who really were just missing one or two pieces that were gonna make them successful. And so we were able to sit down, spend a decent amount of time going through what their lifestyle looks like, what their needs currently are, and we were able to get them pointed in the right direction. And that is absolutely free, it costs you absolutely nothing to get the answers that you need, as I put it to my email list this morning, to feel at home in your bathing suit this summer while eating ice cream, and possibly, if this is your thing, drinking those little drinks with the umbrellas in them. That's not really my thing, but maybe it's yours, and so that you can enjoy that this summer while feeling at home in your bathing suit and having all be well with the world. Go ahead and schedule your lifestyle audit, and with all that being said, let's get right into the show. Now this is something that I think needs to be talked about because it's come up several times, both on my social media pages, as well as in conversations with people on an individual basis. And that is the idea of intermittent fasting. And so today we're gonna reveal the truth about intermittent fasting. A few months ago, this idea started for me when I made a post on Facebook. And I forget exactly what the post was about. It was about something having to do with weight loss and feeling your best and gaining strength and being empowered, something along those lines. And somebody put in the comments below that post just to the words, just fast. And I thought it was strange. I didn't really think anything about it. And so I just moved on and didn't acknowledge it really at all. Until I made another post and that same person put the exact same two words in the comment section below, just fast. And I thought, man, there are really people out there that think that intermittent fasting is the way and that fasting is the way to lose body fat. Now don't get me wrong, if you stop eating, you will lose weight but it might not necessarily be the weight that you want to lose. Now, I'm not saying that intermittent fasting is bad. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying that it's not as cut and dry as do intermittent fasting if you want to lose weight. There's a little bit more that goes into it than that. For example, have you ever found yourself when you're trying to eat healthy, you're trying to get back on track, and maybe you have a low-calorie breakfast? For example, maybe you have egg whites, couple of vegetables, and all in all, your calories for breakfast are around 300 calories. Then you make your way through the day, you get to lunchtime, and you consume a salad. And so it consists of some lettuce, some tomatoes, and other vegetables. And let's say that your salad brings you from 300, you know, got some dressing on there, and so that brings you up 400 more calories. So now you're at 700 calories, you had 300 for breakfast, you had 400 for lunch, and now you're at 700 calories. Now, anybody can tell you that 700 calories is not that much. And it is definitely not enough to survive off of. So here's what happens. You go through the rest of your day and you make it to the end of the day. And by the end of the day, you get home and you think to yourself, man, I am starving. And so you make your way over to the pantry and you eat the very first thing that you see. And if you're like me, it's probably tortilla chips, which again, aren't bad but probably not nutritionally optimal for me when I'm starving, because now I've brought my calories up to 1700, but I'm still hungry because, those tortilla chips are not really satisfying. And so at that point, I gotta then go and make a legit meal and probably it's gonna be somewhere between five and 700 calories, again, because I'm really hungry and that brings me somewhere up to 24 to 2,500 calories, which for somebody of my height is actually not that bad. I'm probably at that point at about maintenance range and that's not bad, but if my goal is to lose body fat then that is just not going to be the path to get me there because I'm eating so low calories at the beginning of the day that by the time I get home, I'm so hungry that I'm eating all kinds of calories, and then I have to like go and make a legit meal, by the time I do all of that, I might as well just not be in maintenance at all. I might as well have eaten more calories for breakfast and for lunch and had a moderate dinner instead of restricting so much at the beginning of my day so that by the time I get to the end of my day, I'm kind of out of control. Now, even though that example does not include intermittent fasting, it is along the same lines. When you think about the body's response to fasting. If you're going to eat, for example, in an eight hour window, which is probably the typical intermittent faster. If you're going to eat in an eight hour window, that means that you're not eating for 16 hours and it depends on whether or not that's right for you. And here's what it depends on. It depends on how do you feel when you get to the end of that 16 hour fast. If by the time you get to the end of the 16 hour fast, you're going to eat pretty much everything in sight, then that is not going to be a sustainable path to weight loss for you because you're probably not in the mindset to make the best choices for your body at the end of that fast. And that's one type of person that might not be served very well on an intermittent fast. Then there's another type of person. There's the type of person who just cannot eat a bunch all at once. And so think about it again, think about it from a health perspective. Think about you not eating for 16 hours, and by the time you get to the end of your fast, maybe you're the kind of person that's not that hungry. And so by that point, you're needing to bring in about 1,800 to 2,400 calories depending on your gender, your size, your age, and all those other factors. But you need to eat somewhere between 1,800 to 2,400 calories and you are not hungry at all, probably because you've been an intermittent faster for a long period of time. And you find that it's very difficult for you in that eight hour window to eat 1800 to 2400 calories. Now you might think to yourself, well, isn't that a good thing? It's a good thing because I'm not eating that much calories. Yeah, but it depends again on what your goal is. Is your goal to drop weight on the scale as fast as possible? If it is then eating in an extreme deficit can definitely get you to drop the weight on the scale. However that reduction in weight might not be sustainable over the long haul. The reason for this is, again, as I've mentioned before, is that your body is designed to survive. And so when you put yourself in an extreme calorie deficit in order to lose weight, you will lose weight. You'll always lose weight in a calorie deficit. If you're not losing weight, you're not in a calorie deficit. But what a lot of people overlook is that your metabolism and your calorie deficit adjusts. Your metabolism adjusts to the inputs that you give it. Inputs such as stress, the food you regularly feed it and the types of exercise that you engage in. So when you use fasting as a tool to put yourself in an excessive deficit, your metabolism downregulates and begins to produce undesirable behaviors that you don't want. For example, reduction in energy, reduction in strength, reduction in muscle mass, reduction in libido. All these things are reduced when you chronically underfeed yourself. And that doesn't even mention body fat overshooting. Body fat overshooting happens when you reduce your weight by dramatically putting yourself in a calorie deficit. And so you do lose weight, but eventually when you start eating in any kind of surplus, your body packs on fat, like your grandparents stuffing cash under the mattress during the great depression. That's not to say anything negative about your grandparents stuffing cash under their mattress. That was a survival mechanism. Back in that time, they didn't trust the banks, and so they wouldn't deposit their money in the banks. And your body responds in a very similar way. Your body actually doesn't trust you to feed it. It doesn't trust you to feed it enough to support energy and libido and healthy metabolic function. It doesn't trust that you're going to be able to take care of it because you were so drastically underfeeding it in the past. It thinks that it might not get food in the future, that you're going to starve it again. And so your body has adapted to a place where it's going to purposefully put on fat in order to prevent death in the future. Again, thinking about it from a survival point of view, if your body thinks you're not going to feed it in the future, it stores energy for the future in the form of fat. It's pretty ingenious and it's a good thing that it happens because if you are a chronic faster and a chronic under eater, it's probably kept you alive up to this point. And I would say that's a pretty cool and great thing. However, it's not great when you're trying to lose body fat. Which brings us back to the original question, should I intermittent fast? And when you're thinking through it for yourself, think through these two different types of people. Number one, are you the type of person that when you get to the end of your fast, you're starving and are going to eat anything and everything in sight. If you're that kind of person, you're probably going to overconsume in response to your cravings and intermittent fasting probably isn't for you. On the other hand, if you're the second type of person and you get to the end of your intermittent fast, and you're not hungry at all, and you're going to have a difficult time feeding yourself appropriately, then again, intermittent fasting probably isn't for you. However, if you're a third type of person that you don't experience elevated cravings, and you don't have a problem eating the appropriate amount of calories, and you do have the ability to sustain and put on muscle, then maybe intermittent fasting is for you. Again, like so many things when it comes down to it, it depends on how your mentality is and how your physiology is and how all those things work together and respond to the stimulus you give it. If it's responding positively, then go for it. If it's responding negatively, then you probably should refrain from that activity. And in this case, that activity is intermittent fasting. Now, there are some absolutely phenomenal benefits to fasting, but most of those phenomenal benefits are meditation and religious practice. Every world religion that has been around for any length of time does practice fasting, but it is not for the purpose of losing body fat. It is for the purpose of being mindful, being aware, and connecting to the God that you serve. And as always, I hope that was beneficial for you. I hope that you are walking away from this with a clearer picture of intermittent fasting. It's not that cut and dry. It's not, should you do it or should you not do it? It's, are you one of those three types of people? Which type of person are you? And how can you then respond and apply that information accordingly? Once again, if you're not sure if intermittent fasting is for you and you want to dive deep into how your body is communicating to you right now, go ahead and schedule a lifestyle audit and we'll get that figured out for you and get that squared away so that you can get started down the right path for you. And with all that being said, I hope you have a great day. Oh, and P.S. Always take a look down in the show notes below as there is links to my other social media handles. You can go and follow me other places as well as there's probably a resource down there that'll be helpful for you.